This is a story of Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars podcast, a podcast that's sort of about Star Wars and sort of about Marvel. I sent a bonus episode with Marvel with Melody. Hi, Melody. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, you're welcome. So tonight I wanted to ask you um, what your favorite Iron Man movie is. Mm, probably out of the first three. Yeah. Just the first three. <laughs> Forgetting all the other Iron Man movies. Right. Just focusing on the first three. Yeah. I don't know if you're being serious or not because we just watched the third one. I have no idea how many there are. <laughs> oh. Well, there's only three. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't know if you were being serious as, as to which is my favorite. Sure. Yeah. Um, I It's hard for me because I just watched a third one, but I would have said that the first one was my favorite. Mm. But the third one was probably the most enjoyable for me to watch Yeah. just now. Look at my notes on this. Two notes. Almost no notes. Yeah. No yeah. notes. I didn't really take very many notes. I don't usually take very many notes. Yeah. You're pretty much slacking. I just like to try to remember things. The listeners have been saying that you've been slacking on your notes. Hmm. What happened to your handwritten notes? <laughs> they're tucked remember away. you bought they're for, that. They're for very special <laughs> podcasts. You bought you that know, notebook saying that uh, you were going to do handwritten notes from now on. Right. Do you know what's a lot harder with handwritten notes? Writing. <laughs> Copy and pasting. <laughs> I there's, were... so many, there's so many times when I like, I want my notes to be in a specific order. Mm -hmm. And then I like write this stuff down and there's no place to put back in what I want to be in there. <laughs> so I do like some, I do like, there is something about handwritten notes that I like more. Yeah. Actually, like if I'm doing creative writing, I find it right. much easier to write with a pen yeah. and paper. Um, I thought you were going to say the hardest part is keeping track of your notebook. <laughs> well, that too. I have no idea where it's at right now. Really? You lost it again? No, you lost it. No, I found it last time. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, either way. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with Iron Man 3. But today we watched Iron Man 3. We did. And uh, it takes place, I don't know how long after New York, but uh, oh yeah, Tony Stark has severe PTSD. Oh yeah, definitely. Which is interesting because I don't think that this mission from Avengers was that different than other missions. Um, like same traumatic effect, except it's with people from another world. But well, it was the first time that he like kind of had decided that he was gonna sacrifice himself yeah but right? he had almost died several times already i felt like but on purpose like like going into it being like okay i i'm gonna die here but this is what i have to do yeah yeah um all right. i did i liked that um that was an interesting like twist or aspect to this movie i thought that they gave him anxiety attacks um that's not really like something that you would typically think of in a superhero movie um but right, right. especially liked, with tony Hart, tony stark well that's what i i didn't really like think about it until they introduced that and i was like oh yeah like that would show that he has changed or had something very significant happen to him and it's so like the opposite of his character i should say um that was the whole significance to it but i didn't really like think about it at first i mean it's not even something that i would expect in a superhero movie let alone 
an, an Iron Man or Tony Stark movie. So right. that was kind of cool. Like I thought that was a an interesting twist. And I feel, I mean, it really like humbled him at the beginning of the movie. Right. <clears throat> and like when his house is getting destroyed and he like can't, he's like can't do anything about barely it. able to mm-hmm. defend himself and survive. Um, in one sense, it's kind of nice to see that with him because he's so successful and so good at so many things. And then you see him fail at something. And it's like each movie, I feel like, has, of this trilogy has started out with him being super arrogant. Mm-hmm. And within the first little bit of the movie, he gets super humbled. And then by the end of the movie, he's arrogant again. And that's how it was in one and two. And then the third one is a little bit different because at the end of the movie, he destroys all the, his creations. Millions and millions of dollars and research and hours and hours of labor just blown up just to make his wife happy <laughs> happy little wife, wife happy life are they even married they're partners in life yeah i don't know i guess i don't know if they're married i just assumed that they were <laughs> but yeah we never saw a wedding nope hmm. um what else was what else was i gonna say um the villain i thought one that i made was the villain was much better, I thought, than the villains from the other two. Oh yeah, Iron Man's definitely much more original. I remember talking about the first one, and I just thought like that one and the Incredible Hulk both had like the bad guy was just the worst version of the good guy, mm. right? Yeah. And then the second one was kind of like a, a kind of a weird villain, um, with the whips and stuff, yeah. and like it just had like a vengeance against Iron Man. Um, this one was like a crazy scientist guy. Who, um, a real uh, Cinderella story where he was ugly and then that's not Cinderella story. I feel like that's a common like thing in superhero movies. It's like, oh, I'm super ugly. Yeah. um, Person who the main character was mean to and now they have a vendetta against him. Right. But they're super attractive now. Yeah. Like, I feel like when they wrote this character, they had to be thinking of Guy Pierce, <laughs> the guy that plays him. Because that's just like super attractive bad guy is like his, that's his role. Yeah. From Mon- Count of Monte Cristo. And what's that one with Adam Sandler? Bedtime Stories. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot it, he was in that. His two <laughs> triumphant <laughs> roles. <laughs> um,. Yeah, so here's a question. Is this storyline really that much different than Wonder Woman 1984? Because I was thinking how similar it is. Like like you said, that is it's a common storyline for superhero oh, movies. Because of Kristen Wiig. But it was I feel like this one in particular was so similar. Like I mean, well, maybe not super I don't know. Maybe it was just because there's like this guy, this overall like guy that's trying to orchestrate power in the background. And then he's using this girl who doesn't really want to be bad, um, but then ends up kind of roped into it. Um, I don't know I who is in, who, though. In 84, the main bad guy didn't really have like a vendetta against Wonder Woman. But yeah. I don't know. It just I don't know. seemed I don't... kind of similar. Um I don't think that uh, Killian, yeah, was that his name? Mm-hmm. Had a vendetta against 
Tony Stark. I don't think the whole reason for this was because of his vendetta against Tony Stark. Hmm. In the second one, I would have said, yes, he's doing all this because Tony Stark or Howard, Howard Stark stole the technology from his dad and, you know. Yeah. But in this one, I felt like he was doing research. He invited Tony Stark to be a part of it. Tony Stark stood him up because he's a jerk. Right. But the guy just continued his research without Tony. Right. And grew it into what it is, which was a pretty smart thing. It's just he didn't use it for the right. I was kind of confused the whole time. Like, what is their purpose with this? Well, Um, I mean, you're kind of right. I think you're heading in the right direction there. So you're kind of right where like he maybe he's not necessarily going after Tony Stark as like, well, I think there's a little bit of vengeance there that he like because he gives this whole monologue about like being up on the roof and contemplating jumping and stuff like that. But um, but he you're right. He does just go off and like do it on his own. But that's the problem is that he can't figure out the math to get it to work properly where he doesn't have these people getting too hot and overheating. Right. So that's why he needs Tony Stark, but Tony Stark doesn't like, he went to pepper to try to convince her, like right. without being evil about it, he went to her and tried to get her to help him. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really think he has like good intentions with it, even from the beginning. Yeah, what were they going to use it for? Was I think it to they were going to weaponize it, like, yeah. Make soldiers and stuff like that? Yeah, I think his whole thing the whole time was about, like, becoming the puppeteer of, like, um, what's that called? Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Terrorist. Okay. I don't, was, I'm try, I was just trying to think when you said he went to pepper for the first time had the mandarin attacked at all i thought the mandarin had so he'd already started doing bad things with the mandarin or pretending to do bad things yeah so his whole thing was like it's kind of like syndrome from the incredibles i'm gonna pretend that there's a bad guy so i can swoop in and be the good guy was that his thing well he was covering the only reason he had the mandarin there is because he was covering up the explosions the people that oh, were overheating. Okay. Okay. So he wasn't actually like committing terrorist acts. He was just covering them up. He was disguising them as terrorist acts. I see. That makes sense. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Um I liked this movie a lot. I thought yeah. it was it was really good for as like I I recognized right away that like, okay, this is like a basic storyline here. <laughs> but um but I'd still liked it a lot. I thought it was good. You see a lot of growth in Tony Stark in this one. Yeah. This is probably the most time you see Tony, um, I would say fighting crime, but like doing superhero stuff without his suit. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like there's a lot of time. That was like frustrating <laughs> most of the movie right. that he doesn't have his a suit. Yeah. He always doesn't have it or it's like broken under, down. Underpowered. <laughs> yeah. Um, of all the things like he equips them so well and just the battery life yeah just like an iphone (laughs) (laughs) um what were we talking about uh how he is oh yeah he just grew a lot in this movie i I felt like because i don't have a lot of notes that it was really enjoyable to watch like i wasn't like critiquing a lot of stuff i wasn't like i find like when i want to like quote review a movie or like really pay attention to a movie I end up just finding loopholes. Yeah. Yep. Which isn't good to do in a yeah. movie. And there I mean, were a few things like that in this yes, that I definitely. picked up on. But yeah, I I didn't really remember most of them. And I didn't make notes about them, I don't think. 
Actually, I might have made a note about one of them. <laughs> but um, I, when you were talking about like growth and stuff, um, it made me think of like almost at the very beginning of the movie when they're blowing up his house and that first missile comes in. And um, I actually was on my phone <laughs> when, <laughs> when the missile, I was looking at a Snapchat when the missile like actually hit the house. I saw it when it was like on the TV screen or whatever, which is. I feel like that is a little bit of a loophole there. Anyway, the timing of that. But um, so I looked up as they're all flying through the air. So it was oh, like right. a split second later, but they're all flying through the air and he calls his suit and throws it on Pepper. And oh my goodness, I was like, that was really cool. Right. I, thought. I thought that was super cool. Right. Um, there was I feel like, like this plot twist and like really cool action all at the same time. Um and like you're like whoa he just you know grew a ton sacrificed himself for her and all that stuff anyhow so i thought that was pretty cool that was like a powerful moment in the movie sorry it was so boring for you (laughs) sorry um yeah speaking of plot twists yeah you were i already knew i'd remembered that the Mandarin was not who you thought it was. Oh, okay. Um, was that a big twist for you? Yeah. You were like, wait, why does this guy not have the right accent? Yeah, because we we had just I had just talked about how like his accent sounded weird. Like right. he was talking about like Native American stuff at some points, like in his well, what we found out were scripts or whatever. And I was like, is he Native American? Like it almost sounds like that. Um, but then he's like supposed to be like. Asian, I guess. I don't know. They like have his hair well, his done up like is... a monk, and his name is Mandarin. So like, yeah, but like his his beard looks more like Middle Eastern. Yeah, I was just like way confused from the very beginning about like where is this guy supposed to be from, yeah. and like what's what's his deal, and um and then yeah when they what when he uh, when Tony Stark goes in and to and finds him. And he like started talking. I was like, wait, his accent sounds different now. Like yeah. what's up with that? I was so confused. But um, it's like yeah, British. that was kind of funny. Like, yeah, it made it. <laughs> well, the first shot they show of him, not as the Mandarin, he's coming out of the bathroom. From yeah. Just of, yeah. Had a number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I felt like it was almost like a, a role that um, Russell Brandt could have played oh <laughs> yeah yeah but like if you saw russell brand as the bad guy right you, would you wouldn't know. have taken you yeah, yeah you wouldn't have taken him seriously yeah. this guy did a really good job of playing both sides yeah um yeah that was funny yeah and like he had like no idea what was going on yeah, <laughs> yeah he had no clue yeah um but yeah i just thought it was m- much a much better thought like it was just a it was just a better villain yeah um yeah, more depth to the villain, I thought, then. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't realize how much he's orchestrating and stuff. Right, yeah. right, right. But what would you give this movie on a scale from one to ten Mandarin oranges? <laughs> Mandarian oranges? Mandarian oranges. Um, I really liked this one. Um, I would say probably an eight. Mm. cool yeah how about yourself before i saw before we watched the movie tonight i would have probably given this movie a a four Mm. 
But having just watched it, I would have said eight as well. Nice. Like, I feel like the last time I saw it, there wasn't enough Iron Man in the suit for me to like it. But mm. now... Now you've grown to appreciate it. Right. I'm older now. <laughs> I'm nine years older now. Eight. Thirteen it came out. Thirteen to twenty-one. Rylan was eight. born in 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight, yeah. yeah. Math is hard at 1042. The only... I did not do any math there. <laughs> oh. I would have been... St- <laughs> fine with it if it was up to math <laughs> the only reason i knew that is because rylan was born in 2013 and she yeah. is not nine years old <laughs> she's not even eight she reminded me of that the other day when i told her something about uh that an eight-year-old shouldn't be behaving like probably that or something yeah and she I know. said i'm not eight years old <laughs> you're just a child <laughs> um i don't remember oh yeah but yeah i would say i'd give it an eight mandarin oranges nice yeah um anything else about this movie this um, is one that i could like watch again for sure yeah i liked it a lot i had never seen it before oh and i had the kid from Jurassic world in it yeah i forgot that he was in it i saw him in this and i was like i recognize him from something but i had to imdb it to see what it yeah, was yeah i was thinking the same thing also he looked to me like uh the kid from mighty ducks the first one way back when obviously i knew it was not the kid but since that was 20 years ago but uh they look alike i think Hmm. interesting um is the mechanic like a nickname that continues in the marvel franchise i don't think so oh i thought that would be a cool t-shirt the mechanic yeah you should make that into a t-shirt design i guess i could or not if i cared about marvel at all (laughs) (laughs) what if you care about downton abbey (laughs) <laughs> yeah this they made like a super does, obvious plug does for, mcu own downtown Abbey? they must <laughs> it was so weird they're like sunday nights at 7 p.m or something i don't know it was like i think it was just weird uh, no i don't think that's what plug. it was it wasn't like I a commercial i think it was like happy it's, it's funny they likes downtown abbey because he's such a big guy yeah. and he's like military security you know type right. of guy but just but like you love downtown, downtown abbey, abbey. <laughs> right um but then i think tony saying that stuff about happy was saying even though tony ignores happy most of the time he does know about yeah happy. yeah well even like, the fact that he was there right yeah yeah um so what would you give this movie on a scale from one to ten <laughs> <laughs> down to uh, nabby <laughs> Downton Abbey is a solid 11. What would you give this movie on a scale from The Incredible Hulk to Downton Abbey? (laughs) You figure out the scale. Yeah. It's a, what do they call that? Uh, It's an arc. (laughs) Yeah, it's a curve. What do they call that? An arc. Yes, it's an arc. (laughs) But they call it something. Hmm, I don't know. Someone with math knowledge, let us know. It's about a marvel. It's 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 just shy of a marvel. It's like a sine wave. Why am I saying Marvel? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just shy of a Captain Marvel. What is? Iron Man 3. Why? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Because it's Captain Marvel. Yes. <laughs> I was still thinking about the sine the wave. The sine wave. <laughs> You're still thinking about the arc. What is the term for that? Anyways, I'll never think of it. Anyways. Uh, Venn diagram. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> if, you could, if you could make a Venn diagram of Captain Marvel, <laughs> Iron Man 3, and Mandarin Oranges, 
Wow. Now that I need to see on a t-shirt. <laughs> it would just say the mechanic at the top and have those three things. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's it for Iron Man 3. Next is... Yikes, I didn't even look. What's next? I don't know. Should I look? No. Well, let's be surprised. It's a suspenseful we'll just, moment. We'll just tell Alexa to bring it up for us. Jarvis. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Melody, for being here. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Melody. Be safe. Be courteous. Bye. Bye. I'm right. See you later, alligator.